chapter 21, verses 5 to 7. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. And the one who conquers will have this inheritance, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. T.S. Eliot said, What we call the beginning is often the end. And to make an end is to make a beginning. The end is where we start from. Friends, First Church, we are standing on the pivotal point of our church story. In this year of our Lord 2022, we ended 150 years of being Evangelical United Brethren and United Methodist. This end will be a new beginning as a new church. What's waiting in the new beginning of our church? What does God expect from this new beginning? And what should we keep and what should we remove to be Christ's holy church for our new beginning? To answer this question, I would like to start a new sermon series on the book called This Hallelujah Banquet by Eugene Peterson. Remember the author of the Message Bible. He wrote these sermons on the book of Revelation. So we will visit seven churches in the book of Revelation who faced the end for the new beginning. We will find out the meaning of a church's pain and suffering today. And it will remind us the church whose hope is in the new heaven and the new earth because the providence of God who is in control of the whole world and the universe. John the Apostle begins his book, Revelation, with saying, Apocalypsis Jesus Christus in Greek, which means the revelation of Jesus Christ. What does John, the apostle, want to reveal about Jesus Christ in their end time. 
Apocalyptic writing is about the time between the old order and the new order. Oftentimes, it is the time of a chaos with pain and suffering. Apostle John wrote the book of Revelation under the persecution by Domitian reign of Roman Empire, the worst persecution on church ever between 89 and 96 AD. I believe churches today are under persecution by the world, even by the church. We are experiencing threats from church itself, somehow. But the revelation discloses the truth. Christ will come in final victory. And the faithful churches will feast at the Hallelujah Banquet. I'm sure you read the book of Revelation several times. Many Christians expect from reading the book of Revelation to discover the end time, the timetable of the church. I don't know about you, but this book makes us more curious, even confusing about our Apocalypse with angels, dragons, the giant insect eating men, and all those mysterious numbers. Many people claim their, their interpretation, interpretation of revelation is accurate. When, how, who and what will happen. But many people over the church history, they failed. We're not so sure about this book. But Eugene Peterson, he said, Revelation is not a disclosure of future events, but the revelation of their inner meaning. It does not provide a timetable for history. It gives us an inside look at the reality of history. It is not pre prediction, but perception. So, John the Apostle wanted church to face today's challenge by knowing the future tribulation. John wanted the church to self-examine and purify itself by the apocalypse, not just pointing fingers at other Christians. So Revelation 
emphasizes on the endurance of Christians. John the Apostle said, here is a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. So the main core message of Revelation is that the church must return to the word of God. Do the justice and righteousness of God and keep their faith in Christ. So the book of Revelation is not the book of ominous future, but it is the book of assured present. We cannot deny this blessed assurance that Jesus revealed to us because we are living constantly under his grace every day. And we become new every day. In chapter 21, the final stage of Revelation, God revealed the end of Revelation. And John, apostle, saw the new heaven and the new earth and heard what God saying. Behold, I am making all things new. Once again, Behold, I am making all things new. Newness, new in the Bible, is not like a brand new car or a new pair of shoes that eventually become an old, a used one. But everything God does, everyone in Christ are the new. So God didn't say, I will make all things new. But God says, I am making all things new. Because, God said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Means God is A to Z in our alphabet. The beginning and the end, the whole time. So God trying to say nothing was made without God, who is in all time. So everything is proceeds and exists from God because God never absent from us. So all we need to do is praising God. Hallelujah. Constantly. So our entire life must be hallelujah. Pray to the Lord. Hallelujah. Banquet. Celebration. Every day. Entire life. So we must focus on 
praising God in revelation, not agonizing in tribulation, joyful present, not the gloomy future, the final heavenly banquet, not the battle of Armageddon. Eugene Peterson said, so praise is our best work, and praising life is the best life of all. So we must keep praising God. Can you? Can we praise God all the time? How can we be hallelujah people always? Right? Eugene Peterson said, we don't become praising people by avoiding or skipping or denying the pain and the poverty and the doubt and the guilt, but by entering into them, exploring them, mining their significance, embracing the reality of these experiences. Our pain, our sickness, poverty, even our doubt. But many Christians praise the Lord and they come to church and worship when they have the answer, when God answers their prayers. When God does, they believe when God does according to their will and their desires, then they praise the Lord. But what about when we are in great pain? When we are poor? When we are sorrowful for our loved ones passing or struggling? And when we are doubt and guilty? But we must praise the Lord because God is with us all time and God is making us new all time. So we are new in Christ and by God always. So we must praise the Lord, not because of us, but because of God. We will conclude today's worship with singing Blessed Assurance, written by Fanny Crosby. Maybe you know she was a blind by the mistake of her uh, maid. She lived her entire life as a blind person. But you know how many, maybe the Thousands of hymns she wrote. Fanny could see the vision of 
the blessed assurance. Maybe because she could not see the world with her eyes. Maybe she didn't see herself, but she could see only God in her blindness. So amazing she, what she wrote. She sings, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washing his blood. This is my story, this is my soul. Praising my Savior, the day long. This is my story, this is my soul. Praising my Savior all the day long. I'm so honored and blessed being in such a church congregation has a beautiful voice. I, I really enjoy worship with you. And when we sing such a powerful hymn like this, Fanny says, Praise is Jesus' story in our life, in your life and in my life. As we are living each day, because we live by Christ, live in Christ, so we are new every day. And so we are writing a praise. We are writing a hymn every day. Every day. You are writing. I am writing a praise to the Lord. So let's be careful how we live. Because you're writing a hymn every day by your life. And you are, I am, we are at the Hallelujah Banquet. You, you don't want to be grumpy, unhappy, and cranky person at the banquet. So we have to join this Hallelujah Banquet. Remember, we are in the banquet now. Dear First Church, we are facing this unprecedented time. We are in the apocalypse, the time between the old order and the new order. But we, can, we can't be discouraged and be indifferent and be idle spectators. 
Let's be the followers of Jesus Christ, not just believers or just members of a church. And let's be the choir members who praise hallelujah every day. Not just be the audience, sit there. Eugene Peterson said, Jesus did not arrive at the Hallelujah Banquet by successfully dodging all the evil in the world, by working out a careful strategy so he could avoid touching every unclean person of his time, and by developing a royal cadre of friends who would be absolutely true to him through thick and thin. He didn't do that at all. He went out of his way, it seems, looking for trouble. And when it came, he embraced it. He embraced other people's trouble. But he also embraced his own. He took up the cross. He didn't like it. He didn't thank God for it. He didn't sing hallelujah hymn in the Garden of Gethsemane. He hated every minute of it, but he did it. He embraced it. First church, where is your cross you hate? Where is our trouble we never wanted? As you know, we are facing it. But let's embrace it. And nail onto the cross. We cannot handle, but God can handle our burdens, our challenges. With salvation, is not luck. With courageous confrontation, our battle, we will join the Hallelujah Banquet and we will be in the final victory. Please join me. The victory. Amen.